the Gamers World Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Ragers, joined by Brad. It's your cue every time. Every time. Every single time. And AJ Zero is here for the second time. Yeah, yeah, he's getting cut out halfway through. Yeah, we're, we got a mute button on uh, standby for him, just ready to go. All right, but oh, it's beautiful. The mute button is one of the most beautiful things ever made. I'm sorry, is that a dick thing to say? <laughs> yep. Well, it's all right. Suck it up, Buttercup. I mean, uh, we all, I always like to ask how everybody's day has been. Like, what do y'all do? You just, I know y'all work and everything. Anything interesting? Any interesting stories that you got from? work or anything like that um on a gaming related note while i was at work i was uh sitting in the truck for a few hours waiting to get loaded and i was playing a game boy advance emulator on my phone and one of my co-workers walked up to my window and scared the crap out of me and he goes did you win <laughs> okay uh yeah no that's all that's all that's the only interesting thing that happened in your life it's all right I'm born. Oh, I scared the shit out of someone last night with my ocarina. Go on. And what is that? Uh, what is that? You got to explain to some people. What... It's a musical instrument. A musical instrument? Similar, similar to like a, it's a, it's a mouth instrument, a blowing instrument, like it's a, a wind blue instrument. or a clarinet. Yes, a wind instrument. That's the word I was looking for. But anyways, the na- uh, the neighbor of where I was at keeps the door open. and we're, He's a big gamer and he was on, uh, I think he was playing League of Legends. But I had opened the door. He didn't notice I noticed that I opened the door. I had walked in, got right next to him while he was gaming, and then put on the uh, ocarina to do a really high note and freak the fuck out of him, and he fell backwards in the chair. It was pretty hysterical. You brought your ocarina to work? No, 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 no. This was in Pulaski. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no. Uh, I would definitely say uh, I had absolutely nothing interesting happen because, I mean, I just did uh, went to the gym. You know, because you gotta stay. You want to breathe in your mic a little harder there, bud? Cause you're pretty. Uh, you're breathing pretty hard into that mic there. But you guys on this I day? did it on purpose because yeah. you, you know, had to bring up the gym, Justin. There's nothing wrong with going to the gym, Brad. It's actually good for you, buddy. You know what's good for you? McDonald's, a nice, right? Nice, right? healthy, relaxing drink after work. I bought a California King waterbed. I'm picking it up on Saturday. Did you oh, really? Oh, what? I did. A California King waterbed. I haven't, dude, I haven't heard anybody in the longest time talk about a waterbed and having a waterbed. So that's bed. so 70s, bro. That's all right. Next thing, <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to call. Next it thing we know, it, there's a hole and AJ drowns <laughs> in the waterbed, dude. He's just going to drown in it. He from his own waterbed. <laughs> that's, oh. that's the way he goes, it seems like, you know. All right. Nick? Next to two young ladies. Oh, God. <laughs> so today, the podcast is going to be... The big topic of the thing is the future of gaming, kind of with, like, Bethesda being bought with Microsoft... Or Bethesda being bought by Microsoft. How's that going to play out for, like, exclusives, and, you know, and... PlayStation's going to get any of the Xbox or the Bethesda games anymore. Uh, I'll let uh, Zero start this one off with the conversation. Is that what we're starting with? We're starting with uh, Bethesda? We're starting with the Bethesda one. I should, yep. 
So I don't. Let me pull up the date here. Uh, they don't actually own it. the The deal hasn't been signed yet, but yeah. they basically own it already. They're waiting until the halfway through the fiscal year of 2021 before everything mm -hmm. is fully official. But they do own it, and uh, basically, you know, everybody loves Bethesda games. If anybody likes the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein. Doom is Bethesda, and then the upcoming game, Starfield, all belong to Xbox. Now, that is all Xbox-owned. And I think the biggest question everybody has, mainly PlayStation players, is how are they going to be... Are they going to be able to access the game? Are they going to be able to access the game when Microsoft players do, when Xbox players do? Or are they going to have to wait? Or are they even going to get them at all? People actually play those games? No, yes. I'm. Wait, what the hell yes, is Sky? What is Skyrim? Yeah, what is Skyrim? Never heard of Elder it's Scrolls. It's not like it's been released seven or eight times. It's that's a good running joke that um, Microsoft only bought Bethesda so that Todd Howard would stop re-releasing Skyrim. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that could be hilarious. Because <laughs> it's been released on the or the the Xbox, the PlayStation. The Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and then it was uh, re-released on both of those consoles as a special edition, and then it came to the Switch. So it's it's just, it never ends with them. But it's, he no longer owns that, so that's all Microsoft's uh, responsibility now. So, I don't know, what do you guys think about... Do you think that they're actually going to withhold the game from the I, other consoles? I think it's going to be very money-based. So, I mean, like, it's, let's say, I mean, like, something with Skyrim, it was a huge game on everything. I mean, I think that it will be released, but I think it's going to be very similar to, like, a deal that PlayStation has with Call of Duty where they get everything first, you know, they get all the special things and all yep. that. So it's going to be very that. So, I mean, I feel like games like Skyrim, they're still going to be on the PlayStation because that's just losing money if they wouldn't i feel it like. is it's a it's a lot of money but the bethesda fan group is pretty um loyal they're pretty loyal to their skyrim and their fallout games and i could definitely see if they waited six months or so to release it onto playstation i could see some people knowing the information we know now instead of buying the new playstation buying the new xbox just at the chance to get those Bethesda games. Oh, I, I could see it happening. I don't if know. If I was a PlayStation player, I would probably switch to Xbox just so I could play the new Bethesda games when they were released. I actually have something to counter-argument against that because there's a lot of people. There's a thing, uh, if you go to PC side, people talk about Steam or Epic. Mm -hmm. With Borderlands, when it first came out, like Borderlands is a pretty big game, but it came out yep. on Epic first. And people on Steam had to wait <sighs> six months in order to get Borderlands 3. So, so, I mean, I feel like if you're a diehard play, like PlayStation, you're going to wait either way to get it. You're not going to go buy an Xbox just to – you'll wait that six months. That's how, like, I know – See, I just – I can't – I don't know if I totally agree with that just because I'm a multi-platform gamer and I bought the, the Wii U for one game. I bought the Switch for one game. Now I have multiple games for the Switch. I bought my PlayStation for one game. Yeah, but a lot of people aren't willing – to spend that kind of money just to have all of the consoles. Even if they have the money to spend on it, that's a big commitment to buy a $500 console that you might not play that, that often. 
don't know. It looks pretty good on my glass tower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did read that because the, there are a few. Bethes what is the Bethesda's parent company? Xenomax. Uh, Xenomax. Yes. Is right. Thank yep. you, Xenomax. Yep. There are some Xenomax games that are um, uh, PlayStation exclusives. And Microsoft had said that they are going to honor that. If PlayStation wants to keep them exclusive on that console, that they're going to let them keep their exclusive games to the PlayStation. And this could be just me, but I kind of feel like PlayStation is really the only one now that's not allowing, other than Nintendo, but they kind of do their own thing. But they're the only ones not allowing their games to get out. Xbox has kind of gotten away from that. They've kind of gotten away from the exclusive games. See, the thing you got to realize, I'm you know, sorry. Keeps to... those on lock and key. Sorry, the thing I got to cut off. We're saying Xbox, but you got to realize it's not Xbox kind of anymore because when it's Xbox, things it's Microsoft because now the, it, yep. it's all Microsoft. So PC mm -hmm. and Xbox, you got to take that all in the same thing because Microsoft exclusives instead of Xbox, yeah. it's gonna be a Microsoft yes. exclusive. Yes, the the lingo. Yes, you know what I meant. But they, uh, Steam isn't owned by Microsoft, is it? Steam isn't? No, Good Steam question. is I don't think Steam no. isn't owned by Microsoft, no, if I am correct. No, but they allow their games onto Steam. They allow their games onto other, into other areas that PlayStation seems like they just want to, they want to keep everything to themselves. And from what I was reading with Bethesda, they're talking about, not they're not really talking about making them exclusive to the xbox they plan on releasing them on a case-by-case -case basis to the other consoles but not immediately they plan on waiting a little bit because there's a lot a lot of money to be lost because like you said not everybody's just going to switch just because they own bethesda now people are still going to have their playstations they're going to be loyal to playstation and they'd be losing out on millions of dollars if they didn't allow it to go to the other consoles yeah I, I feel just make them wait. That's what I think like yep. the thing is going to be that it's going to be exclusive for a period. Like I said, I mean, I think the games are going to come out on a certain something uh, first, but if they see it as being a big money maker, they're going to they're going to put it on the other console. I mean, except for like maybe the originals like Halo, or Gears of War, you know, things like that that have never been on yeah. the other consoles. Yep. That's so yeah. But the Master Chief collection is on Steam. The Master Chief Collection is on Steam now. That it is took Steam. them how yep. many years to put it on there, though? Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I think that's more because I, Microsoft isn't... They're not really too focused on exclusives anymore. That's the thing. No, they're and, not. They're, they're really not. Uh, Which is good. And that'll kind of go into our topic later about the, the future of gaming as a whole. And I think that's one thing that definitely needs to get figured out is just this whole uh, council war. It's got to come to an end, I think, yeah. for everything to advance yeah. properly. I, I feel with uh, cross-platform being a thing, I mean, they, they, they're going to have to start getting along because everybody wants to play with everybody. They don't, a lot of people aren't going to yep. care if they're on PC, if they're on console, if they're on, well, Switch is a console too, but they're not going to care. Or even mobile. Actually, mobile is still a little iffy in the world of like gamers. They're like, ugh, mobile gamer. Mm-mm. <laughs> But with the new consoles being on the verge of release, or did the PlayStation, the PlayStation Five already released with it, like a couple days ago, didn't it? A bunch of people didn't get their consoles. It was a big deal. I don't think so. I think I think there might be a beta one 
like some big people are getting it, like you know, big streamers and everything. I think. Well, you could pre-order it. Yeah, I know people. But then when, it. when November twelfth weren't getting it. Yeah, but yes, yeah. So it didn't come out yet. But then they released after, you know, thousands. I, I don't know the number. A lot of people had already pre-ordered it. Then they released that. Oh well, you're not going to get your council on release date like we previously did. We're not sending them all out at the same time. Thanks for pre-ordering it, but we'll send it out when we send it out. But that brings into like another thing with now. I mean, I feel like like with uh, COVID, I'm not going to get into like conversation about that. With it, it could be with it, that could that could production is going to be slower. And I mean, even on Overtoe, someone wants to go that didn't pre-order it on Overtoe, they're not going to get one. It's going to be like your, the yeah. best bet is probably to pre-order yet in order to get it in a certain order because they're probably going to worry about that and then stock the stores and the shelves and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, there's on that uh, note, though, too, I, wouldn't, I, I don't know if I'd want to pre-order just because of, like, how much staffing that they might have and how how hard they might be pushing the workers that they have just to get the, meet those deadlines and how many of those will actually meet, like, Gear Sigma 6 protocols and stuff like that. I feel like there's always issues oh, with the first council that comes out of a new generation when they first release it there's always some issues and then you know six months later they come out with the xbox one s or the xbox one x or something like that that basically removes all the bugs from the released council yeah so there is a i know i'm not supposed to have my chat up but i i see some helpful things in there uh so valve owns steam according to legend and i looked it up valve does own steam so that answers that question that's the owner of it and then uh, he said also that reviewers may get it may get it already. So people that are going to review the consoles and everything, oh. they may have a co- thing of it already. Because I've seen pictures of a streamer on Facebook. They're like, hey, is that a PS5? And it was like a PS5 box and everything. I'm like, that's interesting. So I'm, that's cool. I'm thinking reviewers and people <laughs> that are like testing it out are getting yep. it first. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good um, advertisement and stuff. And when they're sponsoring your YouTube videos... It's hard to say anything bad about it because they're paying you money. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely true. Uh, in- Although I do, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to answer your question. Uh, Deathloop and Ghostwire were the ones that are only on the PlayStation. I would still be honored. Yep, yep, those are Bethesda. Or I think they're Zenimax games. But yeah, they'll still no. be honored as yep. PlayStation exclusives, which I think is really nice of Microsoft to do because they don't have to. They could be like, well, we own these games. Sorry about your luck. Sorry. But I think I think Microsoft is trying to get a point across to the whole council war. I think they're trying to get a point across to like, hey, we can each have our own councils, but let's just share all the games. We're both going to benefit. We're both going to make more money that way. So why not just do it? And I think that was a big thing with them buying Bethesda. That was a very bold thing to do right before the release in the new consoles that's definitely going to turn some heads oh especially because i know what the biggest thing is uh like you know when halo got pushed back to god knows when they're putting that out now uh they're like well what game is x is xbox gonna have when it comes out now like what are they gonna be able to do i mean buying bethesda right before is gonna be like oh damn (laughs) that kind of puts like a big twist on things right before it comes out I mean, if I was still, and I used to be a PlayStation guy, if I was still a PlayStation guy, I like my Bethesda games. You know, those are probably my favorite games to play. And if I was getting ready to buy the new console and all of a sudden I heard this news, I might be like, you know, maybe now is the time to switch to Xbox. 
because I want to play these specific games and I want to play them as soon as possible. I don't want to wait. And uh, the one thing I did like about that PlayStation did was uh, with Kingdom Hearts because they had rights to the Kingdom Hearts franchise mm-hmm. and then they released they released that and now Xbox can now now gets the Kingdom Hearts games and that was that was one thing I good I'll say about the PlayStation that they did along those lines. Oh yeah, no, I I, I agree. That was a pretty cool thing because I think I saw that on the Game Pass and I'm like, is that all the Kingdom Hearts games? Almost... Yeah, they have the one deluxe edition where it has one, two, two point five, one point five, and then for the games that aren't on consoles, other than the like the DS has Dream Drop Distance, and then the PlayStation Portable, the PSP had uh, Birth by Sleep. So the ones that you can't play on the console, they have all the cutscenes in the game so that you can watch it and still understand the storyline. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yep. Great, great franchise. Definitely would recommend it, Justin. What, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, yeah I would have to probably make room on my Xbox for that. Because <laughs> I'm, 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 I got four terabytes of storage, and I'm, I'm getting full. Even though yesterday my Xbox did delete 20 games on me, so that was pretty cool. Not really. Uh, I didn't realize that after you say, cl- like, cl- cancel the update, that it automatically uninstalls your game. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, really? oh, yeah, I found that out the hard way yesterday when I was trying to do things. Oh, I'm like, oh, nice. shoot, huh? The thing is going to be 11 unbelievable advances in gaming technology. That's going to be, and we're going to start kind of just with uh, number one here. It's face, facial recognition. Uh, I can't speak. Recognition. Facial there we go. Recognition? Yes, there we go. I cannot speak, guys. Jesus. So, what do you guys think about this? Uh, I mean, what do you think about this it's, advance? I kind of like the idea for certain style of gaming. Because uh, basically what they're getting at, I, from what I understand, is doing the 3D scanning and facial recognition to allow games to create your likeness in the game. So when you're playing a game, your character face is going to look kind of like you, which is really cool for certain games where I want to play as me playing the game but for other games i don't want to play as me i want to play as the game that's kind of you know the point what's the point of gaming is to put yourself into another world wait wait that isn't your world so so you're telling me that it's going to look like my face so it's going to be a sexy beast (laughs) whatever helps you sleep at night justin what oh come on guys like come on no no nothing don't get anything for that okay (laughs) trash panda Whoa, whoa, that's, those are fine words, man, jeez. See, the one thing, though, like I said, it just says that uh, this means that, like, uh, the system would dial down the game's difficulty uh, instantly. I, I feel like, I, I mean, I don't agree with that, because, I mean, sometimes, yes, I'm going to get royally pissed at something that's kicking my ass, but, I mean, that's yeah, the that's... thrill of it. I don't want the game to be like, oh, yep. too hard for you, turn it down. I, I, yep. I don't and agree with that. I'm sure that would be optional. But yeah, it's basically saying that if you're frowning at the TV and the the system is picking up that you're distressed playing this game, it's going to lower the difficulty to make the, the game more easy, easily played, which I kind of disagree with because that's, you know, for certain games, part of the fun of it is, you know, getting destroyed over and over until you are finally able to do it. Some other games, yeah, I might want to lower down the difficulty, but that's 
up to my discretion. How can I... I feel like that would oh. just turn into a trolling thing. Or it's just like you're getting destroyed over and over in the game's like ah maybe you need to take it down a notch you're getting too angry but 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 I'm ragers that's what my <laughs> gimmick is the, i couldn't be i know i'd be like <laughs> i couldn't do my gimmick anymore i get pissed dude like come on and uh, i like i definitely think that would have to be an optional thing for that one i uh, it would have to it be. would piss it would have a lot to be optional i mean i get they'd be good intent what they're trying to do not to get people so worked about a game but some people live for that in a game it's really weird to say that but yeah some people just live for being kind of like but on the other end of that spectrum there are some people out there that play video games who do need to dial it down no oh, oh yeah they're, they're, i'll indeed there there are some people out there that definitely need to dial down i used to be terrible as a kid i broke like six dang controllers because i got mad i remember sitting in your room when you threw a controller who me <laughs> you Yes, you. Where was that? I don't recall. What, did I throw it against the wall or something? Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I was in my closet and it just kind of broke. Yeah. I think I, think I recall <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. I was playing FIFA, I think. <laughs> yep, yes, you were. And I got yes, FIFA tripped and I got absolutely pissed. <laughs> FIFA gets you worked up, guys. I'm telling oh, you. A freaking sports game gets you to break your controller. What does the world come to? Uh, well, I was a soccer player, so I was super competitive, bro. Especially when somebody does a little, oh, coming at my goalie and just pass it to the other side and tap it in as a bunch of bull, you know. But hey, I'm I'm over it. I'm over it, man. I'm not I'm not I'm not mad about it anymore. You're definitely not over. Well, let's get let's go to the next topic. Next topic. Come on, voice right. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, the next one would be voice recognition, which they they kind of they kind of talk about it. Like, overall, instead of using a controller, you could just use your voice. I'd like to combine both of them. So let's say I'm playing Mass Effect, for instance, or Dragon Age, and I want to command my squad to do something. I want to be able to be playing my character, attacking, and playing the game, and then also say a command that allows me to do certain things in the game. That would be awesome. Which you can to an extent in Mass Effect. Can you, though? With with a voice? Yes, as long as you have the connect, you can give certain commands oh, okay. to okay. your okay. actual companions. Yeah I've, yeah, I've never had the connect, and stuff like that is awesome. They develop that more. That would be, I mean, that would awesome. be a cool, cool cross. Like it would definitely bring up their connect sales or the PlayStation. What is it? The, the PlayStation. The move. That? No, the move. I yeah. couldn't remember what it was, to be honest. But anyways, it would bring up those sales if they do decide to continue it. Yeah, the, it's not looking good for the... I know they're not going to be doing anything like the Connect with the new one, at least at launch. They're not talking about doing anything like that. I kind of hope... It wasn't with the Xbox One either. Mm. There wasn't at launch deal editions for no. the Connect. That... Yeah. It wasn't for the yeah. PlayStation as well. That, they came out as separate bundles. Yes, I, I get that. But they're already... That was before they were really tested and able to you know, commercialize them. Now, if they wanted to, they could release the new consoles with VR headsets and with the Kinect and everything like that. I don't know if they just don't want to go in that direction anymore or if they're trying to develop the technology a little better before they do. Which either... If, they, if they're trying to develop the technology, I can wait for that. But 
I, I would hate to see them just give up on the whole aspect of augmented and virtual reality completely. I think they just needed a full virtual reality ditch augmented. That's more into the next one that we're talking about. The voice recognition mm -hmm. isn't really with the virtual reality, like I said. I mean, no, but it, uh, it definitely plays a part it, if it you have does. a headset on and you can speak to like, like, let's say you can speak to an NPC with your real voice and just talk to an NPC and oh, get, I, I trash talk and I'm get so realistic <laughs> and get realistic, um, <laughs> artificial answers back. And that kind of goes into it as art. We'll get to that shortly here is artificial intelligence, but I think that kind of covers that one. Yeah, I do like the line where uh, the first thing it says, too lazy to pick up that controller. For some reason, that makes me think of Brad. <laughs> I don't... <Bite> me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. You were just the one that was like, I got to turn my Xbox on. It's way over there, and it's right next to you, my man. <laughs> I know. It's so fantastic that I can tell Alexa. To turn your to Xbox on? Turn on my Xbox. Yeah. And I'll, I also want to add to that. Like I said, you're all talking about like the connect and everything like the move. You do realize what they really did that. Cause that was big, a 360 PlayStation three kind of deal. Mm -hmm. That was a big, Wii thing. Nintendo kind of started oh. all that. They tried to, oh, yeah, with Nintendo. absolutely. And you see what happens when they compete with that. They, they don't win. Against I, I guess we should give the, Wii the credit for that yeah. because oh, yeah. the Wii came out with that. And then the other, the big, other big consoles were like, wait a second, they might be onto something. But it, it never really took off as far as I would have liked it to. Oh, yeah, no. Definitely not. Uh, but, yeah, number three is gesture control. So that's more of, like, using a 3D camera that uh, tracks two separate points of your hand uh, to allow users to connect with... Uh, hold up. You guys can keep talking, you know. <laughs> Do you want me to finish the sentence here? I'll read it for you. Just reading is not my strong suit. No, I was just kind of scanning it. Just control or get rid of your controller altogether. But anyways, it uses a 3D camera that tracks 22 separate points in your hands, as you was saying. Gesture control allows you to connect with the gaming experience by using natural movements of your body. So, for example, real sense technology, so you can use your hand. Uh, the outline of which shows up on the screen to lead a group of ancient Greek soldiers to safety. That that paragraph's actually horrible to just like tell you what yeah, it's about. That paragraph that you're just like uh, plagiarizing and reading, it's describing a video demo that they had. Oh. <laughs> Hence, uh, to lead a group and ancient. Why we have it on the screen and it's Greek showing where we safety. get it from. So I, it's not plagiarizing. <laughs> Or but I don't, I don't really like that. And maybe gaming will go in that direction. But, you know, by then, but if it got to that point, we would be like old gamers. And then kids growing up wouldn't be using controllers and they'd be doing all this gesture stuff. And it would really mess with me. And be like, I don't. I remember back in my day <laughs> yeah, when you actually had to use a controller. Wireless controllers. <laughs> yeah, it's. That that's just a weird concept to there's, me. I think there's nothing you can. Play I think you with get this. better reaction time with a controller. You, I think we're just we're just so used to controllers. But if they did develop something like that and started using it, new generations would grow up with that, and they would be used to that instead. I mean, like it just I said, kind of depends on what direction they want to go. I feel like I said. I mean, it'd be eventually kind of like our controllers. I mean, like eventually it'd probably be pretty low latency themselves. Like so they'll come out with something. 
that's going to make like that ta uh, tracking thing really fast and like able to scan really fast to be able to control it, like kind of like seamlessly like that. It would just be a matter of time. Of course, when it first comes out, it'd probably be a little slow, delayed, and you know all things like that. But I, I already see that that's probably going to be kind of the way it's going. Like I said, with VR, uh, trying AI, to get away from controllers. Yeah, for sure. Because like I said that. For some reason, like I said, if you're doing that, you're going to get a little bit more active, I would say, too, with all the movement and everything. It's going to make it a little bit more active for people, which I would say it would be a benefit because doing a little bit of workout and moving around a little bit is actually good for you, you know? They have been doing that quite <laughs> frequently in recent years, like the Wii Fitness and a lot of new fitness games that have been coming out that use things like the Wii or the Nintendo Switch or PlayStation Move, they have been starting to do that kind of physical stuff. Even look at uh, Pokemon Go, a video game that gets people walking around and gets them out and socializing. Oh, yeah, good old Pokemon Go. I was, I was just in the wrong time when that, or wrong place when that thing came out, when it first came out. <laughs> but, yeah. You got anything you want to add to this, Brad? No. No? Well, no. What do you feel? What do you feel, Brad? Would you like that Tra that direction control? to, to get away to start getting away from controllers in any sort of form? I don't know. I'm not. It's good. It's more leads into like once we get further on down the list. But I'm I'm against it only because I want them to go to the next level of gaming, and which I'm just gonna save that for when we actually get to that point. So it'd be cool. It'd be neat to like kind of do. I feel like it would be hard to adapt into a lot of games, mm -hmm. Absolutely. especially like at that point, you know, if I just don't see it becoming a big thing, they could spend a lot of money into it. And then when the next big thing happens, I just see it getting completely just, okay, there's the trash can. I mean, that's for just first... my personal opinion about it. And you make a good point, because, like, for first-person shooters and stuff like that, it might work out really well. But what about other games that are really popular, like the Assassin's Creed franchise? How are you going to play a third-person game, climbing up, jumping around, with just jesters? I, I feel like it would just... it wouldn't work out well. I See, I even see it being hard to do with a first-person shooter. I mean, like, not, you still, you're not even think, thinking of... Like, I guess if you're combining with a controller, you're still obviously going to use it. The controller to like run and move but i just i don't see it how it's gonna like pick you up running in place or walking backwards and stuff like that i just don't see it yep definitely beyond my scope of technological knowledge on how they could make that make people adapt to that make it comfortable and still be fun because that's the whole point of games is to be is it's for fun Hey, running, having to move when you're gaming is pretty fun. I, I wouldn't mind doing Are that. Are you saying you don't get those weird reactions when you're playing a game and you, like, duck to the side to try to dodge something, but instinctively you're still doing it with the controller? You're just ducking? Oh, no, I, I, I'm agreeing with that. You need to evade it? Oh, no, I do yeah. do that. I definitely yeah. do that. I think everybody does that a yep. little bit. I lean like a son of a gun in my games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call me Sir Leans a lot here, bro. That's what, that's what you got to call me. Uh, see, but I was going to go off, like you say, you don't know how they're going to do it, but the thing is, we know it's probably going to happen. They're going to be able to do it eventually. That's the thing, like. I just, I just don't think it'll come to mainstream games, though. 
they'll probably make no. some really good indie games with it, and it's pr they'll probably be super fun. But I just don't see it becoming a mainstream thing. Yes, that and that's kind of. I think I it'll think, be a fashion trend. I think that's kind of what we're going with. What is going to be the future, the mainstream future of gaming? Like, what's going to replace the current form of gaming? Yeah, they're going to come out with the jester and stuff like that. But is it going to really take over mainstream Do you gaming? Dethrone the they, controller. Is it going to basically make the controller obsolete, where every style of game gets played with gesture, gestures and other forms of gaming like that that don't involve a controller? I mean, it would be great for the Just Dance series. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how much Brad loves his Just Dance. Ra, ra, Rasputin, ra. I'm not going to start singing that Daddy. song. Daddy cool. All right, we're, we're going to move on to the next section. Uh, we're into the point where we're starting to sing Just Dance songs. I think <laughs> that's the cue to move on here. All right, so, yeah, number four is going to be about uh, amazing graphics. I'll, I'll read this one out for us. <clears throat> We've come a long way from the days of basic 8-bit graphics in gaming. Cutting-edge advancements now allow gamers to experience games in a fully rendered world with photorealistic textures. The ability to increase playability with higher image quality makes it seem like you're right inside the game. Can, can you please reread that, but actually, like, I don't know, put some more emphasis into it, make it sound like you're reading to an audience? Here we go. Number four. Amazing graphics. <laughs> We've come a long way from the days of the basic 8-bit graphics in game. <laughs> I'm so damn dumb. That, that is not what Brad said at all. All right. Yeah, I'm that sorry. Was, that was quite the opposite. Quite opposite. Yeah, I, I was trying. It's all right. We're going we're gonna to continue with this topic. We're not going to reread that. <laughs> I, I think this topic is... Self-explanatory. Just, just from looking at it, I, you really don't have to say much on it just right. because of the fact that Gra graphics and games are always evolving getting better and better there is a point when you know you're not going to be able to make a visual graphics any better than the eye can see mm -hmm. it's going to rely more on like the suns how the visual effects and how well they can get that effects to match with sound but again i i just don't feel like there's enough really to say about amazing graphics there for this topic like it is what it is it's kind of like comparing a 4k tv to what they're saying they want to go with 8k and then after you get to 8k there's really not much that the human eye can see without assistance it, i think it maxes out at once as soon as it looks real as soon as everything looks like it would in real life which uh i believe they're talking about trying to advance uh what is it called mixed reality so that when you're playing a game it doesn't look any different than the real world around you. And topic four and five are kind of basically the same thing. Amazing graphics and high def displays kind of kind of hand in hand. There. Yeah, we can kind of combine the two. Like I agree with Brad, like I said, there's only so far that they can go with upping the yeah. graphics. Cause I mean, I, I think what, I don't know what it is. Like what your eye can see is like 8K maybe for like making it look like it's actual real life then mm. at that point. So, I mean, there's going to be a cutoff point of how good a graphics can get, I, I would say. I mean, they might have bumped I it mean, up, but you're not going to be able to see that it's any better. That's the thing. Look look at our like movies, like modern-day blockbuster movies, and the CGI they have. They make it look pretty much real. They can't really evolve much past that other than res 
the resolution of the screen. And I think eventually gaming is still new to the world in comparison to movies. And as soon as they catch up with, you know, movies and television and they're able to do that kind of CGI into a game, I think that's kind of where it tops out. Yeah. I think uh, we should just skip over yeah, high def. Display. Yeah, high def display. Like I've already covered it with literally like the, the same whole thing. 4K to 8K. Yeah, that's all part of the same topic. Same with the next two, virtual reality and augmented reality. We did go over that, huh? Yeah. We did but we saying that. we were talking about what's going to be the next big thing is when it yeah. actually happens for virtual reality. True virtual reality that is true ver that would probably be the big thing true virtual reality i mean right now it's kind of just like what's the word i'm looking for the beginning of virtual reality a lot of what they say for virtual reality gaming is still along the lines of augmented reality yeah i agree they, they have a long way to go before you can put on a headset and have a controller or something strapped to your hands and you can go into this game and not be able to dis distinguish it from the real world that i think would be the that's once it gets to that point i don't really know what they can do if they can get to that point within my lifetime to where i can put on a headset or a virtual reality headset or something and not be able to distinguish reality from the game i think that would be the true fully immersive feeling of gaming yeah that's definitely i once i figure that out that's probably the top point there's not much more they can do at that point but i don't know just be I... super cool to play certain games full virtual reality where you're everything you're thinking you can make the, the person do or enact every every game <laughs> Yeah, You'd be able to play every game. game like that. You'd be able to go into the game, and you wouldn't be able to distinguish reality from the game, but you'd still know you're in a game. And then you'd have the abilities of the character that you're playing, or however you're playing a game, so you'd be able to do these things that you can't do in real life. And I think that's what gaming is kind of all about, is escaping to another world where you can be something else and do something different. Do you imagine playing as a biotic character on Mass Effect? In virtual reality. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I still feel like there should be a way that you're going to be able to tell, like, that it's mixed between real world and, like, you know, gaming. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> visually. Vi well, visually. yeah, visually. Yeah, because, I mean, and, I've seen Sword Art Online. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I would totally be down with it, just saying. Like, the, you know, you're not going to want to play a Call of Duty game and feel the, the bullets going into you. But visibly, you'd be standing there with all of your gear on, with whatever weapon you chose, and you'd be running around, but while you're running around, you don't have the stamina that you do in real life, you have the stamina that the game gives you. So it, it would just be, it'd be pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> it'd just be really hard how they would actually do like that to like, you know, I mean, it had to be like a mind thing, it would seem like, then. You'd have to do a lot not, of... I don't know. Kind of, but they're, they're already starting to make it not so much the control. Having to be able to control the character and not distinguish it from reality is a lot more difficult than 
putting on a headset, playing a game, and not being able to distinguish the visuals. The problem is, if you're in a game, you still have your controller, or you still have the tracking pads, and the, whatever they're called, the little handheld controllers. So you're still moving with a controller like that. You need to be able to move with your mind. And I think that's way too far off to be even discussing within the next 20, 30 years. I don't know. Technology has a weird way of advancing quickly. Oh, yeah. Like I said, uh, next thing you know, it could be five years from now. Next thing you know, the biggest freaking like VR thing you've ever seen blows the market wide open for that kind of stuff, you know? That'd be great. <laughs> but baby steps. I'm happy with it? baby steps. Get it to the <laughs> point where I, can, I can't dis distinguish visual graphics from what my eye picks up in real life. And then I'll, I'll be pretty satisfied if we get to that point within the next 10 years. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll go on to the number eight one here where it talks about a wearable gaming. I'll read that out real quick again. Whether it's smartwatches or glasses, wearable, gaming make, wearable games make gaming portable without being too invasive. Companies that started by using wearable technology for fitness applications are now aiming to incorporate entertainment into the mix as well. Wearables aren't only extensions of your body, but also extensions of the gaming consoles you know, know to love. Oh, no, in love. Wow. I can't read, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, it's pretty fun to play Galaga at work on my, on my Samsung. See, that, this is a topic that I can't really get into because I don't really wear smartwatches or anything. I don't really have that. So, I mean, this is... Or play Solitaire. That's fun, too. It's Jeez. a good way to pass Gra time. Grandpa freaking Renolf here. Mm, the good hey, old Solitaire. You don't want people to know what you're doing, and you're just looking at your watch. They should probably just think, oh, he's just checking text messages or emails when you're really just playing Galaga. You know how weird of a statement that is? Oh, he's just looking at his watch. He's just checking his email. That is such a weird thing to, like, think of, though. I mean... Oh, he's just looking at a text message on his wrist. He's just looking at his email on his wrist. I don't well, watch. Everybody can distinguish by what an Apple watch is or a Samsung watch or, you know, like a Fitbit and stuff like that. Like, you know, most people aren't using that watch to just be like, hey, look, it's 1230. That's cool. God, we don't know what the hard days were like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, but like I said, uh, I don't know, hey, do you have anything really to add about this, or zero, or not too much? Did we lose, did we lose him? I think he went AFK, or he just doesn't wish to partake. I think we lost, uh, zero here, guys, that's, uh, rip. <laughs> His headset probably did. Did you mute him? No, I didn't mute him, uh, I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> I just think he's like, I'm done, I'm not talking about this topic, hell no, dude. So, yeah, we'll just kind of go on to the next one. I just, like I said, I just really do find it interesting about how much, like, that has advanced. Like I said, back in the day, it was just for checking time. Now you can do a bunch of stuff on your wrist. That's pretty awesome. Oh, there he goes. Now he's back. Oh, he's back now? That, that was You guys just cut out. I was still in there. That was weird. No, you were gone, dude. We could hear each other just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were gone. We couldn't hear you. We were asking, like, oh, well, my well, boy's I was, I was listening to you guys for a while. And then all of a sudden, you guys, like, it, your audio just cut out, so I left and joined. Yeah. yeah uh, so I'd like, I'd like to ask both of you 
a couple of questions as soon as not allowed see here. Nope. <laughs> not allowed. Yeah. Okay. Sure, go ahead, man. So, how do you guys think the gaming industry will look in ten years? Hey, we're not to that part yet, buddy. <laughs> we're not to that part yet. You, you're skipping uh, three other ones yet, buddy. We're not. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, we're not. What are the other three? We kind of covered those. Basically. Mobile gaming. Oh, yeah, of course he wants to talk about mobile gaming because he's turning into a mobile streamer. Hey, I'm just saying there is a big market for mobile games. And that goes right into my question then. How you think the video game industry will look in 10 years? Don't, you think we're going to we're going to see started. a whole lot of that? Don't yeah, I do. I feel like uh, they're going to advance phones so much that, you know, if they buy that, they can game on it, they can do their text messages, they can do everything they want on that phone. Do I feel like that might bring an end to a console? Eventually, yeah, probably. I mean, of course, people are still going to do PC gaming and all that just because, I mean, PCs are just a way of life. I mean, you're going to need a computer for things. Or will you? Yep. Or will you with your phone? That's the thing. It's really hard to say that even. They'd have to make a pretty freaking amazing battery life on your phone for that. And well, even then, that great. you still need to sit down. And if you're depending on your job, like sometimes you need a keyboard. You can't sit there and type everything on your phone for hours a day. It's yeah. just yeah, unproductive. Yeah, it gets kind of annoying. Yeah, but there's there's <laughs> and annoying. They'll probably in the I mean if, if within ten years they'll probably have ways where you can attach a keyboard to your phone. You can't. They already do. Yeah, exactly. They already See? Do. You can See? do that. But then you're looking at the small little screen. Now maybe if you could attach a keyboard to your phone, project your phone from your phone without having any other devices, just project project your phone onto the wall or something, sit at a desk, sit down with your keyboard, and do it that way. They very well could make PCs pretty obsolete so what about you brad oh we lost brad are you, are so, you asking my opinion on mobile gaming no no yeah no, he, he, he can he, no kinda, i want to hear him i was just hear. based on that yeah i want to hear your oh, opinion on mobile gaming brad what do you think about mobile gaming Sounds freaking fantastic. It sounds like everybody else that's well, it. I'm it depends like, oh. what you mean by mobile gaming. Like what AJ was talking about before, like, you know, being able to connect a keyboard and to be able to project. I mean, if you could be able to project the game and then play with mouse and keyboard, that'd be pretty cool. But again, like my thing before is your phone has a limited amount of battery life. And the more you use it, and if you, you know, end up just tearing apart your battery pretty much and you using it too much you're just not going to have a long lifespan on it and then you're going to have to leave it connected into a charger and now you got yourself a laptop hell yeah dude who doesn't like a laptop but, but now we're going <laughs> back to the point of our keyboard and mouse and console gaming even going to be a thing of the future so what if and you could still mobile game let's say you had a headset or something that you brought with you that you had in your car and it hooked up to your phone Similar to, like, the Oculus Quest, but, you know, way more refined and way more advanced. I mean, what would be pretty cool, like, to think about it, I guess, is, let's say, like, because newer cars, you see how they have the big screen, touch screen in there, and then you can cast your phone to it. Now, if you could cast your phone to that screen in your car, and, of course, you're not going to be driving at this point, and you're just going to be sitting in the car. 
and to be able to like hook a even a mouse keyboard to that or a controller and just play like if we're talking about that style then you know that'd be pretty yep. dang cool that'd be sweet or, or like let's say we're going down to visit justin for a weekend well, we all want to play the Xbox. Split screen is kind of a thing of the past. There isn't a whole lot of games that do that. I'm not going to lug my TV and my Xbox down there. But what if I could just go down there? Justin had a spare TV that I could just, boom, my phone is my mobile console now. So then I can just, wherever I go, as long as I have a screen or I can project it in some way, then boom, I can, all of a sudden we have three Xboxes in a room, basically. I mean, see, that would be a pretty cool concept, not going to lie. But again, how taxing is it going to be to that phone's processor and battery? I mean, most of it's going to come from a cloud anyways, but again, the battery consumption. I think, like I me, think I don't are, like to kill my phone battery. I think phones are going to advance uh, you know, at about the same rate that they have been for the next 10 years. Which has been I just pretty, don't think it's advanced. Incredibly fast. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. At least with the battery life, I think they. I think all the battery lives of phones have sucked. Unless you're talking about you know, what really, really actually beats smartphones with battery lives. Believe it or not, is the people who still use flip phones. Oh my God, go oh, yeah. grandpa right now! Holy yeah, Christ! Yeah, a lot less going on on those batteries. Exactly. A lot less and they, going you on. could last on two to three days on a more than that. More than that. Do you remember but the razor? The, like the, that's how smartphones very, need to be the very first smartphone i believe was a um iphone i believe that was the first smartphone mm, i don't know about that i think it was either in, hold on he's googling it i can hear his keyboard he's, he's googling this one the first smartphone cr was created by ibm and was invented in 1992 Released for purchase no, in 1994. No, no, no. That's okay. not the kind of smartphone we're talking about. Fine. At, at all. At all. We're, I'm talking about a real, a touchscreen smartphone. A portable, handheld computer, if you will. That's what I said. Still here. comes with IBM. Hold on. He's trying really hard to be like, it ain't an iPhone. It's not an iPhone. Anyway, besides the point of who came out with it first, they've been around for 10, 12 years when they started, you know, being released. And look at what they've done with them. Oh, yeah, they went. Since the very, let's just say the first iPhone. The first iPhone, it was, it was good and all, but look at the technology advances that we've made in phones because that's a huge moneymaker. For companies is developing new phones so i think we're going to see a lot of development and advancement on phones for the next 10 years yeah, which, are, which is which ties right back into if they're developing that and advancing those that also is good for mobile gaming yeah i see it being a big thing in the future like i said it's just gonna be a lot easier to do that and like be more portable with it and especially with uh the trending thing is to have unlimited data too and everything yeah. on your phone, it's. I feel like that's gonna have a big growth. I know I probably get booed, boo. Yeah, I know mobile gaming, but you got to look at it. It's probably going to take off. It it's already starting but to. That's the thing. In a different in a different sense than what we currently have as mobile gaming. Mm -hmm. Right now we have mobile gaming as like a separate console. 
yeah. that allows you to play separate different styles of mobile gaming. Real mobile gaming would be able to play any of the brand spanking new blockbuster video games that come out anywhere. Yeah, but the thing is, I think a thing, like I said, it kind of goes with number 10 with the cloud gaming thing. Uh, the Xbox or Xbox Project Cloud that they're doing mm-hmm. that's for your mobile phones right now where you can play Gears of War, where you can play Halo on it, where you can do all that. You just do it through the cloud. Oh, yeah. It's all. Yep. Yeah. And it's really like, I mean. I played it. I think it's just because you're going to need a better phone for that. My phone is a potato phone, yeah. as I say, because it's slow and kind of it's not the best for the tech, that kind of gaming. The tech is going to have to be increased for, oh, those, yeah. for that style of gaming mm-hmm. to be conventional mm-hmm. and mainstream. Because I played Fallout. I played two games on my phone with the Xbox Game Pass on my phone. Mm-hmm. I played them at work with the Xbox controller. I started out with Fallout 76 which is a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. So it's already using internet connectivity with this multiplayer game. And I'm playing the game off the cloud, so that takes internet connectivity. It was terrible. And I have a Note 8, so it's not that old of a phone. And it was just terribly choppy. And then I went and played Master Chief Collection. I played Halo 2 campaign. So now I'm using internet connectivity to play the game, but it's not an online game, so it's less taxing. Mm-hmm. on how much internet I'm using, and it worked flawlessly. I was able to move around smoothly, and it, it was really nice. Yeah, and you got to think, think about it, though, the graphics. Are we doing, like, the remastered one that you're talking about, or are we talking about, like... The remastered, yep. Okay, yeah. Well, then, I mean, the graphics are going to be nicer, but, I mean, they're still not top-notch. I mean, they're good. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, and even the game itself, they're, just, they're good. Just, so I'm just saying, like, I mean, the graphics probably isn't as intensive either on Halo 2 as it would be Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah, that that is true, and I I didn't really try it with a single player, a uh, newer single I, player. I can game. tell you, I tried the Master Chief Collection uh, online with my phone. God awful, absolutely terrible. I couldn't move online though. Oh yeah, online was absolutely terrible. So online play on your phone right now, I just feel like it's it's still the phones need to develop better for that or something in order to actually do that, because right now it's just terrible. I mean, of course, like I said, I have a potato phone, so I can't really. <laughs> yell at the phones too much because my phone's like a hundred dollars and it's potato so anyways so AJ, so to answer what we were talking about before so still you were you were talking about a touch screen device still 19 in 1994 was the simon personal communicator that had a touch screen variant it was not connected okay. to the internet though then 2000 okay, okay. Not. that's not smart then hold on just <laughs> oh no we lost brad he got muted somehow <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But then two thousand, and then the year two thousand comes, and smartphones were connected to an actual three G network, but it mm-hmm. wasn't worth a crap. You really couldn't do much with it. Yep, I remember that. So then it comes into two thousand seven, where Steve Jobs makes the first iPhone that could actually use the internet to a capability. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so in the matter of what we're speaking of, it would have been the iPhone. And that was what two thousand seven. You said but you said what was the first one that had internet connection? Oh, okay, that you, you you understood the basis of what I was trying to. <laughs> this say. man, dude, he's like, so, oh, I can't give credit to the iPhone. Uh-uh, and my my point my point of that whole thing is is that was two thousand seven. That was thirteen years ago, and look how far we've came with phones in that amount of time. It needs to be faster. <laughs> So, 
I got another question for you guys. Nope. In the next ten years, just... do you think the council war is going to end? Cool. I think it'd be pretty dang close to it, if not uh, on the fence towards the towards the end. Within... I think end. it'd still be maybe on the fence where some companies are holding on to their exclusives. I mean, there's a lot of jokes that you see online now. Like after, so again, Microsoft buying out, but. Bethesda. I don't know if you've seen the memes, but it shows that like a headline for Nintendo saying, oh, Nintendo's shitting bricks after Microsoft acquires the rights to Luigi. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, the point being is I feel feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to come to an end. It's only a matter of time before really it's not going to be about what console has what game it's going to be who wants to play and what they want to play and then it's going to somehow have to be merged so along that lines do you think how many generations of xbox and playstation do you think there's even going to be past the xbox series x how many more within 10 years one or councils within 10 years you're gonna i think if 10 years i think two two consoles will come out in two in 10 years because normally the lifespan of a console you once you reach the, that five year mark you start producing the next console and so you'd be looking at year 10 and they're starting to produce a console but not yet available to the market so i would say two but one fully playable but that's saying console gaming is even the direction they're going to be going in 10 years or our console is going to be obsolete. Are we going to need all that hardware to play games efficiently in 10 years? That's just a really it, hard well, one to say. Well, if we're talking about that aspect, there's too many variables that go into it. Again, now we're talking about internet. Now we're talking about what can your internet companies provide you with or your bandwidth that you can actually use to the full potential then you have to look at okay what kind of router do you have do you have a router and modem do you have an all-in-one now is it still offered the way charter does it where you know there's a hub in the center of the area that you're in and x amount of people are drawing from it so that means that you can only get this much you can only get this much and if nobody's utilizing at that point and you're the only one utilizing it then you can get that full potential they can offer then unless you're talking about like if you're kind of trying to drum up the idea of starlink of what they're trying to offer where you can get wireless internet anywhere you go like if you're talking solely on cloud-based gaming internet the way that they can get you bandwidth and how accessible it is to throughout the world is just going to be the main thing there yep. they have to fix that problem oh yeah i see I think we went over that in the last pod or podcast. We, we about, did about them having to have like have good internet. Like that's that's gotta be something that's done in the ten, next ten years. Is everybody's gonna have to have high speed? There's just no way around that. I feel. So so Justin here. Yeah. Now within ten years in 2030, hmm. two questions here. Uh oh. Where do you think gaming will be at that point on a technological standpoint? And where do you want it to be? Hmm. I feel like they're going to have a better ground game for virtual reality. I don't think it's going to be like the way we want it. 
I think there's going to be a big advancement in it where it's going to start becoming a little bit more mainstream on like main games. Uh, like I said, I feel like mobile gaming, that's going to be a little bigger as well. I feel like they're going to advance mobile games as well. Consoles, it's iffy to say. Like I said, I agree with Brad. That one's very iffy to say because there's some people that just, like I said, they want to sit on the couch on their big screen and play games. That's just Mm -hmm. who they are. They, they don't want to go. And you could do that without a console. You, you could, but I mean, I don't know. There are variants of them out there. There's different ones. Like again, the main one, your phone to be able to get, you know, play it off your phone, you can cast it to the screen or like the Nvidia shield where it's pretty much a gaming simulator device, except it's a media variant as well. Or a streaming device, I should say. Stadia. Anyways, you got... Well, Stadia is a flop, but anyways, we'll <laughs> away from that. So that's, that's what you think gaming will be like. I'm not thinking years. that that's... No, I'm, talking about I'm just utilizing yeah, what, what technology is available at the moment to kind of paint a picture. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah, like I said... And like I said, uh, yeah, I feel like that's the way it's going to be. And of course, I got to so add, now, I still think subscription. They're going to be a lot of more subscription gaming. I, for some reason, I just feel so like now, that's the way it's going to be. Where do you want it to be in 10 years? All the above. You've explained on how, where you think it'll be, but where do you want it to be? Oh, I want it to be full virtual reality. But do I, I like the logic? Hands down. Hands down, I, I want, want full. my consciousness to be, down, okay, uh, be into that where do you want it to? Where do you want it to be reasonably? In ten years, I feel no, like he you just can't, keeps you can't, switching. You this can't to switch topic. Yeah. Going. How many times yeah. is he gonna reinvent this question? <laughs> Let me want what I want in ten years, even if it's very unrealistic, bud. All right. That's what uh, I want. I want to totally make it. Though, oh come on. Away was... from gaming. No. What I want in ten years is for them to fix the internet problem. I want there to be a way I can use my internet wherever I want and get amazing freaking speeds. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I mean, that's I second a huge that one. thing in gaming, I especially with the way that. it's going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, last question for the both of you now. Mute him. Mute him quick. Don't let him do it. <laughs> Did somebody say mute? Mute. What? <laughs> what was that, AJ? We can't hear you, dude. I'm sorry. We're being con- All right. In uh, in ten years, in 2030. Wow, his audio is really choppy. I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. Think that there will be. Do you think that it's going to be the same style of games? Do you think there's going to be different genre of games? And how are they going to be different than games that we have now? No. I I don't know. That's that's. There's too many variables that go into that. Way too many variables. It's really hard to say. I think it'll still have kind of the same sense that we do maybe with different features maybe with different technology that they're trying out or something like that or maybe it becomes popular but what i think is it's still gonna have that you're still gonna have your your strategy games your racing games your sports games your adventure Mm -hmm. games your fantasy games i think the biggest one's gonna be simulation there's there's no real change to that so you don't think there's gonna be any any uh different advances in types of games, different genres of games. You think we're kind of hit all the genres we could? Pretty much. I, I, I mean. Maybe not, because, okay, a genre is 
and when a new piece of technology comes out that changes the game significantly enough where it no longer fits the current genres. Well, yeah, so, like but a genre, it's yeah. still but yeah. that genre that would be created still is like okay, it's like I don't know when you you're talking well, about music and you have rock or alternative rock or hard rock. That's what that's yeah. what that, that's what I picture. Yeah. Or you there's, have shooter games, you have RPG games, you have strategy it. games. Do you think there's going to be a new genre? Do you think within 10 years, a new type of game is going to be developed that creates a new genre? No. Because you can have an RPG possible, game that's still a shooter. I don't think a full genre on its own. Yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know what else they could do, I guess. There's too many genres out there. There's too many sub-genres. Mm -hmm. There's too many sub of the sub-genres. And it just kind of branches My... out. Like, I, I feel it'll just be another branch at that point of yeah. a sub-genre. That's really My... what it's going to be. My only argument to that is, back in the 50s, or in the 40s, they had the music they had. And that was all they knew. That was the only type of music they knew. They didn't think that they could have any other genres or styles of music. And then hard rock came out, which is a completely different style of music. And then rap came out, which is a completely different style of music. Well, and they I'm didn't not saying really that it can't. That. I'm not saying that it can't, because there's always ways to do something and make it possible. It's just trying to figure yeah. out how to make it possible. I mean, uh, and that, I'm a and firm believer question. of that. And, and it that's could. the question. Do you think that's going to happen in the next 10 years? Or do it you think can. it's not going to happen? Someone just has to come up with the next big thing. Yeah, like, that's um... their whole topic of saying, what do we, again, I, I feel yep. like we're stretching that idea a little bit more by saying, okay, what do you, you're asking a different, again, like that whole thing with the subgenre. It, that's kind of what that question leads to. Could it could it happen? Yes, yes, it could. I'm not going to say that it's not because there's pe smart, smart, brilliant people out there every day that are trying their their hardest to make something new. Yep. And it doesn't even have to be about the gaming industry. It could be about musical. Could be well, different anything. forms of jobs or different, you know, living ways or reinvent how we live and maybe it's where we don't live on a stationary house or where it's on the ground maybe you have some kind of house in the sky or whatever i mean there, it's, the, it's endless possibilities as long inventing. as the human mind still has creativity and imagination yep. it's, it's inventing is, is what it is because you know back in the day way back in the 1800s they would have never even thought of the possibility that they couldn't even comprehend internet or phones or electricity and then it happened and well, unless you're okay. that person who creates Can, it mm -hmm. uh i was gonna say i mean Go like ahead. right now it's very hard to actually answer that question because like right now we don't know what the future holds and trying to predict that it's just something yep. that we can't comprehend because like when it comes out we'll be like holy crap why didn't we think of that because like right now it's just what it exactly. crossed our mind i mean look at simulation but, uh, gaming one thing that that's a I different wanna... genre and nobody thought about but that. But do you think that's going to happen? Do you think no. that big mind-blowing, holy crap, I couldn't believe I didn't think of that, but the, is going to happen? I think Brad hit the nail it on the can. head. He's hitting it on the head I right mean, now. I mean, it definitely can. But one thing that I want to point out, because you're referencing, like, the 40s and 50s. Think about how much, how many people were, were really alive during the 40s and 50s, and now look at the population now. 
where the population just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's more mines out there. There's more, mm-hmm. there's more people alive and a, able to help develop something than there was back then. And just the form of communication, the way that you can just instantly talk to someone whenever you want. There's no, there's no barrier besides maybe if your country doesn't allow you to communicate with said country or another country. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But that's just what we live in now. So the ability to evolve faster just gets better every day with technology. So saying that something can't happen in the next 10 years mm-hmm. is it's just not it's not hypothetical i don't think it's not it's a fair not it's not, it's not keeping an open or mind not, to say that something isn't it's gonna not, happen that, that was the wrong term but yeah you hit it because what i was looking for because the the probably the most recent major advance was probably the internet something that nobody could conceive and then once it happened it became a way of life it became how everybody lives now but before that you would have never been able to tell the difference because you couldn't even conceive that possibility. And I think I think within the next 10 years, something similar like that is going to happen. The internet was invented by Bill Gates in, like, mm. I believe it was Bill Gates who actually created a usable I, I got to fact check you. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, go ahead. Who invented the internet, guys? That's what we're all going to You can keep talking. I'm just fact checking you. So, uh, whoever invented the internet, that was, I, I feel like that was the biggest recent development in history. And I think we're Courtney about overdue. Khan and Vint Surf. Yep. Yep. Vint Surf and Robert E. Kahn. Okay, who invented the modern day internet? <laughs> Not internet, it's the internet, buddy. I've had enough of your Google and your fact checks. Well, we need to be factual in this podcast, buddy. <laughs> Reliable was, information. Well, okay, they say modern day internet is Tim Berners Lee. Really? A when, programmer when? in Switzerland. Hold on. I, I didn't see a date. Give, give me a second. 1980, it looks like. No, okay. 1991. Uh, okay, so yep, that's about the time frame, regardless of who did it. If that's the guy. But that's about the time frame I was talking about. And that was probably the most recent huge development mm. worldwide. And I think we're overdue to have another one of those. I feel like smartphones is another one. Just Yeah, but that's still based off of electricity and internet. Are you trying to say we... that teleportation is going to become a thing? Yep. Because if so, I'm on board. Maybe. Maybe. But nobody would have thought that the, the telephone was going to be invented. Nobody thought electricity was going to happen. Nobody thought the internet was going to be was going to happen. And those were spaced out pretty good. The fo- a telephone just kind of combines all of those. But I think we're overdue to have the next big invention of this century is something new that none of us can think of. But I think it's I'm hoping to see it before the end of my life. For sure, for sure. That's a very interesting question kind of leave off on here like where does everybody else think uh the internet's going to go within 10 years you can always email us because i finally got an email set up for our thing i got yeah email because people still use people still use emails surprisingly enough i have a work email i use that more than my personal yeah because it's at (laughs) gamers.world at yahoo.com i had to use yahoo because uh gmail already had somebody that's gamers world 
<laughs> Jerks. <laughs> you mean you didn't try to use AOL? Ah, no, I didn't think of AOL. I was that's like the '90s, bro. What are you? What? Who are you? And also, uh, I know we do have a Twitter. It's Gamers World 14. Because once again, somebody had Gamers World on there, so I had to go with the number. Uh, but yeah, you can always tweet at us. You know, let us know kind of some interesting things you find about gaming and everything like that. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to talk about, like wrapping up, anyways, or we all good to go uh, here? One last thing, and because uh, we were talking about it previously about how internet hasn't doesn't hasn't seemed to uh, hasn't seemed to have come a long way. DSL was introduced in two thousand and one. I mean, I guess okay. That's nineteen years from DSL. Are we talking about expansions? Oh no, they both got muted. It's like we gotta wrap up or something. We're talking about availability no matter where you are. No, I'm I'm just talking about do you remember DSL? I was very young. Yeah, I, I remember, do remember DSL. DSL. I used to have that. Yeah, you have to wait for your whole screen to load. It was extremely <laughs> noisy. That was released nineteen years ago. For commercial use, for household use. That was released in two thousand and one. And in 19 years look where we're at now okay i i guess it's fair to say there has been a lot of advancement in the internet world but i i think at this point in order for us to truly get better internet and more advancements to the actual public for everybody to use is we have to have a, a way to access it no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to worry about, you know, 8 million people on the same freaking spot that you are. And they're promising you, you get this speed and you you never get it. You're saying the because it's, the, it's the too monopolized to right now. No, it's too monopolized. Oh, that too. I, I feel like that's going into a completely different topic. Yeah, though, maybe though. another time. But we I we're going to definitely. That's all I have. Yes, that is that's, all I have. We're going to have to come back to that uh, definitely on a different day.